Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Nihongo Master Podcast. I'm your host Azra, and I believe that today's topic is one of the top Google searches when it comes to Japanese etiquette, table and dining manners. I'll bet it was the food of Japan which got a fair few of you interested in the culture in the first place. While ramen and sushi have become dinnertime mainstays around the world, the customs that go along with them were mostly all left behind in Japan. And it's no secret that there are a lot of them in the Japanese culture. And if you're thinking jokingly that eating french fries with chopsticks falls under the customs, you're bang on right. Because anything to do with chopsticks is very crucial in Japanese table manners. And while we covered a bit of this in our season 1 episode 11, The Picture of Politeness, this episode will go into further details of eating etiquette as well as drinking etiquette in Japan. You might want to take notes so you can brush up your ways of eating ramen and sushi before your Japan trip. So this episode will be simply split into two categories, eating and drinking etiquette. We're going to look at eating etiquette first. As soon as you sit down at a table in a restaurant in Japan, you're going to be served with an oshibori to mean wet towel in Japanese. These are provided to customers to clean their hands. You get a cold one in summer and a hot one in winter. Now here's your unofficial first step. Only use the oshibori to wipe your hands and not anywhere else like the face. Okay, but here is the first official etiquette where we look at all things chopsticks. Didn't I say that chopsticks take up a crucial chunk in Japanese dining etiquette? If there's a poster for it, chopsticks will be the main graphic. In Japan, you eat almost anything with hashi, which translates to chopsticks, except for burgers, so please don't attempt that. One of the big-time Japanese dining rules is to know your way around the ins and outs of proper chopsticks usage. If you can work a pair of chopsticks, you're about halfway there. You just have to keep in mind the acts are strict no-goes. Say you're at dinner, or you shoku, with a couple of friends and decide to share a few dishes. Your own pair of chopsticks are considered dirty, so dipping directly into shared dishes and sauces are frowned upon. It's similar with passing food from one pair of chopsticks to another. Instead, use the serving utensils or a separate pair of hashi. But if you absolutely can't avoid it, Use the back of your personal chopsticks instead. While some groups of friends will overlook that last rule, there is one chopstick custom that is essential. Never stick your chopsticks upwards in a bowl of rice. That's because this is the way rice is offered to the dead and also resembles sticks of incest at funerals. Not the most pleasant image to have at the dinner table, don't you agree? The next eating etiquette has to do with dishes and bowls. Food is often served one at a time, rarely all at once. Most of the time, waiting for everyone's meals to arrive before eating is the way to go. Then, the green light to start eating is when the itadakimasu has been said. This loosely translates to, let's eat. Now, if you have a dish that's better eaten right away, there's a way out. Osaki ni itadakimasu, which translates to, allow me to start before you. If your friend has a dish like that, Say, osaki ni dozo, please go ahead. Dishes are often served in small bowls, and when eating, it's better to pick up the bowl with your hand and bring it closer to your mouth when eating it, rather than bending down to get closer to the bowl. This is the ideal way as compared to cupping your hands to catch falling food, which is considered bad manners. Here's a fun tip. If you're sharing a dish and there's one last piece of food left, 
don't snag it up instantly. Oftentimes, people are reluctant to eat this. The best thing to do is leave it to the senior of the group. This last piece of food is called enryo no katamari. And when everyone's finished their meal, conclude it with a gochisou sama deshita. This translates to thank you for the meal. Return your dishes to how they were at the start of the meal, like putting back the lids on bowls and chopsticks back on the chopstick rest. The third and final eating etiquette we're covering today is the slurping. In my culture, any noise you make while you eat is considered rude. Not in Japan. In fact, it's the complete opposite. The louder you slurp your noodles, the better. I bet some of you right now are wondering why that's so. Isn't it ill-mannered to do that? Well, when you slip your noodles, you're indirectly letting the chef know you're enjoying the meal. For a conservative society, the Japanese aren't afraid to shout out their satisfaction from one end of a restaurant to the other. If it goes against some of your personal customs, don't worry, it's not compulsory. Now, if you stick to these three table manners for eating, you're not going to totally come across as a gaijin at restaurants in Japan. Promise. Here's a quick vocab recap. Oshibori, wet towel. Hashi, chopsticks. Yushoku, dinner. The other meals of the day are Choshoku, breakfast, also called Asagohan, and Chushoku, lunch, also called Hirugohan. Osakini, this translates to first or to go ahead. Enryo no katamari, the last piece of food. Itadakimasu. Let's eat. Kuchisou sama deshita. Thank you for the meal. Gaijin. Short for gaikokujin, to mean foreigner. By the way, if you haven't checked out our official website yet, why not give it a browse? At Nihongo Master, we offer efficient Japanese lessons that are quick, easy, and fun for Japanese language learners of all levels, from beginners to advanced. Our smart tools will assist you in areas where you need a little bit of a push and congratulate you on the ones you waste. With a community of over 50,000 Japanese students, you're not alone on your learning journey. Make new friends and improve together with our point system, collecting points as you go along. Ask away any questions you have on our group discussion pages. There's sure to be others as well as our Japanese instructors that are quick to answer. You can also take Nihongo Master with you on the go and learn Japanese as you trot the globe. Practical, right? Now we move on to everyone's favorite part, drinking. Yes, the Japanese have drinking etiquette too. In Japanese culture, drinking is more of a shared experience and there's a bit of expectation to get the same drinks. But don't worry, in my three years of living in Japan, I haven't had anyone pressure me to not get my gin and tonic cocktail and get a high boro instead. Now the first thing you need to know when drinking in Japan is to wait for everyone's first drink to come. It's just like eating when you think about it. This is pretty customary in most countries too, but especially so in Japan. When everyone's drinks have arrived, if no one has said it yet, you do the honors of raising your glass while saying, Kampai. That's the Japanese equivalent of cheers. Now, this kampaiing can happen a few times in the night, especially with every new drink. Some may expect the group to drink at the same pace and get another round of drinks at the same time. But don't feel pressured to do so if you're not as strong with alcohol like me. Keep your pace, and when the second round of kampai comes around while you're still at your first drink, just raise the same glass. 
The next drinking etiquette you ought to know is to not pour your own drink, but instead pour for each other. When drinking in Japan, it's customary to let others refill your glass from communal bottles. If everyone's drinking sake, let others pour your glass for you from the tokuri sake bottle. Not only are you supposed to thank them, but also reciprocate when someone pours a drink for you. Now, hierarchy is a big thing in Japan, so typically, the ones lower in the social ladder pause for the senior members. This is especially so during work drinking events or anything formal. If it's with friends, nah, anyone can pour for anyone. But regardless, you ought to hold your glass or sake cup when another is filling up for you as a gesture of goodwill. And the final drinking etiquette is drink up. Japanese people love a good pint of beer or two, and it's a common sight to see a group of businessmen at an izakaya, or Japanese bar, as soon as it's the end of a workday. Sometimes your boss might even join in, but don't be alarmed. It's normal. You're not getting fired. Accepting an invitation for a few pints after work is pretty expected. The thing is, Japanese drinking sessions can turn into a full-on drinking marathon that can go on till the sun comes up. Others might pressure you to getting another round after another round. The trick here is to not start strong and fail to finish. Maintain a good pace and sip water in between. While we're all about the team spirit here, we're also about drinking responsibly. Now, what if you drank too much and need to stop? Hey, it's bound to happen. And all you need to do is stop. Leave your glass full so no one refills your glass. And if you need to leave, don't feel pressured to not do so. A simple farewell of Otsukeresama deshita, which loosely translates to You've worked hard, is the most common way to end a drinking session. Okay, let's have a quick vocab recap. Haiboru Haibol, which is whiskey and soda water. Izakaya a Japanese bar that not only serves drinks, but small dishes as well, like skewers. Kanpai, cheers. Tokuri, sake bottles. Otsukaresama deshita. You've worked hard. Japanese table manners are not at all hard to get used to. They're pretty straightforward when it comes to why it exists, and mostly it's the social awareness aspect and the team spirit. Don't you think so? Tell us your thoughts by commenting on our social media platforms. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Also, head over to the Hongo Master blog if you're interested in reading up on topics like these some more. And if you're keen on paying up some more Japanese for yourself, pop on to our official website, nihongomaster.com, to learn more. While you're at it, why not get yourself a subscription? Get a head start on your Nihongo journey with Nihongo Master. Thank you so much for listening in. Join me in the next one, we'll be walking you down another avenue of Japan's rich culture. Mata ne!